Well, I don't know what's happening after this episode, but <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it while you can. Yes, will it still be Melody and Foreman? Who knows? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. And that is because I am leaving. I'm going on mat leave. I will be back, whether you like it or not. <laughs> uh, but it's been a busy week because in addition to the mat leave, I've also been moving. And there were so many moving dilemmas this week. Like, do you tip your movers? Did I get scammed by my painters? Plus, all the games that are tearing your family apart. Not my family, yours. Yep. <laughs> and one hot country listener's never-ending quest has, in fact, come to a very drastic end. No, a disappointing end. <laughs> oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> and a lovely roundup of all the kind messages and words everyone has had for Melody on her last show. I'm sorry I didn't cry. I'm too tired to feel feelings. <laughs> love you guys. I put you on all the time to the point that my hubby makes fun of songs about traffic. But I love you guys. I'm a total convert. Hot Country 1035! I just wanted to uh, say goodbye to Melody and wish her a good mat leave. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. No worries. So, are you getting a replacement for me? <laughs> are you doing it on your own? What would you prefer? <laughs> 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 well, I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone that could uh, compare to you, Melody. Oh, good Very answer. good point. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Better answer than what I was going to come yeah. up with. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on to it. To be determined. Yeah. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Hi, Foreman. It's Jessica. Hey! Hey! I got to meet Jessica finally yesterday. Yes. Yeah, you missed out, Mel. I know. <laughs> and now I understand why she messaged me because she messaged me, are you here? At that uh, Hawk Entry hangout we had with Aaron Burchett. And I, I was so, like, just in such a weird state yesterday with the move that I thought she meant my house. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why does she, why is she asking me if I'm at my house? How does she know where my house is? Am I being stalked? It was a very strange time. I Which is funny you say that because what did we talk about yesterday, Jessica, about how you guys where know where your house is? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to miss you, Mel. I'm sad that today's your last day for, for a while anyway. Oh, thank you so much. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? It's Patricia calling. <gasps> Patricia! <laughs> oh, you know what we never did? I know. Yeah. I still didn't get my song. No, we want, I mean, you've heard all these listener songs we have for some people who call pretty often. Yep. We keep saying we need to make one for Patricia. We even know which one we're going to use. We have about four people that we have songs that we plan to make. Well, planned. <laughs> You can work on that while you're home on maternity leave. Ellen. You know what? I can. There is there. Is, we still can do this, Foreman. It just seems like yesterday you told me you were. You told us you were pregnant. Boy, that went fast. Sure, it did. <laughs> <laughs> but I am calling to wish you all the best, and I will miss you in my morning trips to work. Oh, thank you so much. I'm gonna so, miss you too. I do follow you on Instagram, so I'll know all the uh, the antics. Oh, mm -hmm. good. Okay, perfect. And I'll be able to see pictures of the baby. And Lily, as you know. And mm -hmm. Lily. And, and the new house. Are you into the new house? Yeah, we just moved in. We moved all our stuff in yesterday. It is uh, it is chaotic. And chaotic. It's going to be a little while until it is not. And then it's going to be chaotic again for different reasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, all, all, everything's all good. I'm glad to hear. I'm so happy for you. I'll oh. still listen to Foreman, though. Well, yeah. yeah. Please don't yeah. abandon me. <laughs> I won't abandon you. I'll call in and check and see how you're doing. Because one of you guys is abandoning me. <laughs> oh, please. He'll be back. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Lorena. Hey. Sad that Melody's going. Sad and excited all at the same time. Just calling in to wish her all the best. I know she's going to do great with all the crazies in the house, I'm sure. <laughs> and I mean that in the most nicest way. <laughs> Listen, I mean, at least it gives me a reason to be calling in to share all the crazy stories that, that I will have. <laughs> Please hey, do. that adds color to life, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to need those stories. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's plenty of space at the new place that you can go out and scream if you need to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> about the baby or about Melody's visiting parents? <laughs> all, all of the above. above. <laughs> 
this with the utmost respect and love and admiration and appreciation for for everyone, but especially this person for being a part of our show every single day. In your face, Darlene! <laughs> yep. Who? What? Darlene! Why? <laughs> Darlene, who just texted, in fact. Oh, uh, really? Yes, asking. Oh, poor Darlene. Poor Darlene. Good morning, Melody. Did you get a date for your power hookup? Because if you recall yesterday, mm. I was talking about how the painters had come uh, to paint our house on Monday. Yes. But they did it in the dark because we had no power. Because I forgot, of course, that even though we have oil heating in our new house, we still require Nova Scotia power for everything else. Yes. <laughs> So I forgot to get Hydro hooked up. Like, you guys are moving in two days. Tomorrow. 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 We move in. Yes. And I'd yet to hook up the electricity. Yes. But you've dealt with everything. Like, you got everything else you did. Halifax water and propane and oil. idea. I have had every single day a list, like, several hours long to accomplish. Everything else is done. Mm -hmm. Every possible other thing. But that... And so we figured that out on Friday night when it was too late, a holiday weekend. We weren't going to get to call Nova Scotia Power until Tuesday morning to try to get it hooked up. And then Darlene had some some advice for me. Did you not call to get your electricity put on? I'm going to do this morning. <laughs> Darlene, <laughs> and if you knew the I'm list really of things. I'm really sorry, but it usually takes about maybe five business days to get things put on. Oh God! So I'm sorry. Melody's uh, move-in date is this Thursday, and you're <laughs> oh, saying, Melanie, just beg them. Say, I know you're pregnant. Say, look, I'm pregnant. I could be you any day. Like, kind of whine to them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? In your face, Darlene. Didn't have to pull the pregnancy card. Didn't have to do anything. Just had to ask them to change it, and they said, "Sure, it'll be ready the next day." What? For Nova Scotia Power? Who would have ever thought? Doing something for their customers in a timely manner? I know! No! Yes! No offense to anyone who works for there. It's no. the bureaucracy that you're a part of. This yes. is not your fault. It's not your fault. And also, with the utmost respect, we love you. Yes! yes. <laughs> Well, this is the kind of day where you end up watching television with your kiddos because you can't do anything else, Mm -hmm. which is how my family stumbled upon Bluey. Bluey! And Bluey and Bingo are the two kids, and then there's mom and dad. Yep. Yeah, this is a show that on a previous episode of our show, you had painted a very, very fond picture of Mm -hmm. Melody Rose, Mm -hmm. if you'll recall. I will. Any parent with little kids knows that Australian TV show Bluey is the greatest gift the television has ever given us. And I don't even mean the best kids show. I mean the best show full stop. And I cannot overstate this enough. In fact, I would be fully comfortable binging this show without my three-year-old because it's that relatable and heartfelt. Have I painted a clear enough picture? (laughs) I still stand by exactly what I said. It is the Ted Lasso of kids shows. I have recently just watched a few episodes. Yes. Oh, God. I have a theory as to why you think it's so great. Look! Huh? Oh, no! Quick, bingo! Get the thing of thing! Let me up! Let me out of here! Do a thing! Freeze! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Magic telephone! It's the dad playing along with the kids and they, yeah. they ding the bell and he pretends to freeze that the xylophone makes him freeze and then they can do whatever they want to him. This dad makes all parents feel like they are they are not measuring up because this dad plays, really plays with his kids. They do everything to him while he's frozen, dress him up, put a mustache on him, do it outside. The neighbors are looking at him weird. Even mom joins in. I'm off to work. <laughs> This loose hair's been bugging me all morning. <laughs> she pulls out his hair, gives him a kiss, and goes off to work. Yeah. While he's still there frozen playing with the kids. Okay. Next episode. Oh, man. Is there some game where I just lie really still on a comfy bed or something? Hospitals! Oh, not a hospital. <laughs> 
Oh, hello, Doctor. My name is... Ding. Ouch! Oh, brave boy. <laughs> what was that? A needle. Now, what seems to be the matter? Why did you give me a needle before asking me what's the matter? Because I'm very busy. Now, what's up? <laughs> well, so my belly hurts. Have you got a baby in there? No, I don't think so. Nurse, do an x-ray on the big blue guy, please. I think there's a baby in there. <laughs> yes, Doctor. Hang on, I really don't think I have Ding. a... Ouch! <laughs> Good grief! <laughs> she certainly likes those needles. Yeah. What's so, the problem here? What's the episode that you said, okay, if you're going to watch any episode of Bluey, you have to watch the episode titled... Baby Race. Okay. It's fun to crawl. <laughs> oh, how good is crawling? It's better than rolling. Watch out! My knees! That's when uh, when the kids are like really little and they're learning how to crawl and, yes, and walk and, and everything. She, she, I know you haven't finished the episode for me because you only started it three minutes ago. I know you haven't finished it. And if you don't finish it, you have nothing to say about Baby Race. She spends the whole episode feeling like she has to compete with the other moms because their kids are hitting these different milestones. And she feels like she's doing something wrong as a mom. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, the, one of the other moms who, who seems like they have a all together shows her that she has like 17 kids and then you know she says oh you must know a thing or two and the mom says I do and let me tell you you're doing great oh that's nice and it's just like you don't have to compete no. everyone's gonna get where they're gonna get it there anyway don't, how do you not I so know how you don't because sh- you're heartless and you're a man she's caught up in a fake competition with other moms no Meanwhile, during that episode, dad's lying on the floor drooling, changing the diapers, building a crib. He gets hit multiple times, gets hurt with toys. He's trying to assemble the carrier. He's the one putting the kids to sleep, and he constantly keeps getting hurt. Much like being stabbed with needles, much like being climbed on, much like being frozen and decorated with. Dad is relentlessly tortured in every single episode. It's the entire basis of the show is two kids. Kids torture their father. I know where you're going Bluey. with this. That's why you like it so much. Because it's I'm Dad living out my takes out. He takes all the crap. He <laughs> takes all the crap. Meanwhile, mom's like, "Bye, off to work." Oh, I'm caught up in my fake competition with other moms. Are you saying that I'm living out my sadistic uh, desires to take out all of my issues on my husband? I didn't have to say any of that. <laughs> it worked. Have you, do you have to tip a mover? <laughs> now, here's the thing. I do think that, I think anyone that provides any kind of service, you tip them. What I want to know is how you tip your movers, because we have movers coming tomorrow. They're going to be packing us up tomorrow and moving us the next day. But it's an expensive service. So, you know, usually when you're tipping on a service, you tip like a percentage of the service. But if I were to tip like five percent on this service to each person that's providing the service i'd be giving each of them like a hundred dollars yeah i don't have that kind of money like it's it's see on the surface to me it seems like is this really something another thing we have to tip for and then also you think about like you know i'm already spending so much money on this in the first place now you want me to spend even more i don't mind spending more like within reason but but if i were to tip like 10 bucks each to the to the people, which is what some people are suggesting, mm-hmm. uh, like Sherry, who said when when she had um, guys come to do their sectional, put it together, she gave them 10 bucks each. Is that even like, is that an insult to them? Because it's such a potentially I'm not saying that's a low tip, Sherry, but I'm saying potentially low. It's low compared to what I'm spending on the service. Oh, it seems pretty good. Just to put together a couch, that seems okay. That seems fine for that. Quite, but, quite look nice, actually. But when people are doing a two-day job and I'm like, here's 10 bucks. Or would they more prefer coffee and Timbits and maybe pizza or something like that, like fueling them for the day? What What do you do? Yeah, our Domino's talking text line is 902-425-1035. Chris and Cole Harbor says... <laughs> Movers don't get paid enough for what they do. It's one of the hardest jobs there is. They definitely should be tipped if you can manage it. $10 each for coffee for the next day is definitely enough. Would they prefer to have that $10 or would they prefer to have me provide the stuff? Mm. 
That's a good, well, that's a good question, yeah. We have I've, yet to hear from any actual movers on this one, by the way. True, yeah. So please let us know. Um, Jared, what do you uh, What do you think? Honestly, like, I've done, like, moving before, and, like, I do services and stuff like that all the time, sort of thing, property maintenance, whatever. But honestly, any tip is fine, I find. Like, even if someone gave me coffee and timbits and not money, like, I'd be pumped because, yeah. like, those people are probably only getting, well, they're getting paid probably like $20 an hour, but like, you know, they're not, they probably don't own the business. So like, realistically, they're just there to do their job anyway. So free coffee, free donuts, like that's a good day for me. That's a good day for anyone. I'm always so happy when we walk out of this studio and there's just free food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Honestly, but you got to make sure you don't give them too much. Like, you know, they don't want to be sluggish, right? Like, mm. Maybe get them a little fruit bowl or something. Give them some energy, you know? Right. So, like, Timbit's good, donut's bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or I could do what Don said and just buy them pizza. Oh, man. That'd be good. What? That's really you got smart. Me too maybe early for this. We'll start with pizza. We'll start with Timbit's and coffee, and then maybe I'll get them pizza at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Pizza wow. for lunch, platter of donairs for dinner. <laughs> Exactly. Case of yeah. beer. Everyone takes a case of beer home. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jared. Uh, Nicole, how about you? What do you think about tipping movers? So my in-laws moved from uh, Milford to Chester just over a year ago. Hired a company to come and move them. Um, no talk of like that wasn't something that they were planning to do wasn't something that was even on our radar because they were paying enough for the moving fees Um, my husband was in Milford when they were moving up the house and I was in Chester waiting for the movers to get there and he called and said these movers are fantastic I think we should tip them Mm. I'm like well your parents are already spending a lot of money on the moving like do you think that's necessary he's like they just they came in there was three of them they were super friendly efficient polite like super careful um anyway so i was like yeah we'll, we'll think about it fast forward to when they arrive in chester and start moving everything into the new house and my boys were there and they were like were polite and friendly to the boys and getting them to help and they were quick and they set everything up and it was just such a great experience that it was like I think we should tip them. So how how did you tip them? So we gave them $50 each in cash. Each? Oh boy. Now I say we it was my in-laws' money. Okay. Well, not actually out of my pocket. Oh, well. In that case, give them 100 bucks each. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And honestly, they just did a fantastic job. Yeah, and that does make a difference. It makes your life so much easier. And I, I mean, $50 each. I guess if there's three people, that's fair. But if it's like a team of eight people, I, I, yeah. I work in radio. I am, <laughs> I am not. No one else is funding this. <laughs> so... Unless, Nicole, you want to pay for the tip, in which case I would gladly give them $50 each. Again, wasn't my money. It was my blog. <laughs> and if you really want to make this easier on Melody and you are a mover and say you have a job booked later this week to go from, oh, Larry Utech to the Lawrencetown area, just do a really bad job and then she doesn't what? feel pressured to tip you. No, please don't. <laughs> advice we're giving. Yeah. <laughs> Just break a couple things. <laughs> no. It would solve all the problems. Yeah. <laughs> help if this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. <laughs> Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is tragically trending. Ah, Gwyneth Paltrow no. doing what she does best. I mean, if it isn't sticking her foot in her mouth, then you know it has to do with overpriced objects oh, to I stick inside our a- body in the name of health. Right. Right. Something else somewhere else. <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. And this Father's Day, has she got a gift for you, Dad? For Father's Day? Yep. I'm oh. going to leave the room. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want to miss this because Gwen knows she knows what you want, Foreman. I don't think I want to hear that. For $219, you can get the dad in your life a vibrating prostate probe. I was correct. And that's not all. 
<laughs> I mean, more fool you if you thought Dad wanted a homemade card from the kids, because good old Goopy Gwen knows what men really want, and it's an air-pulsing toy for his one-eye Pete. Sounds good, eh? Air-pulsing. Yep, air pulse, it's exactly what it sounds like. More like repulse. <laughs> As in you are repulsed. I know, I know, it sounds like a lot, but Gwenny knows about our dirty dumplings. After all, <laughs> she was the savior who gave women the jade egg to help remove negativity from our chapels of love. And that wasn't just some random stone to put in our hoo-hahs. That was, according to Goop, the same kind of stone that concubines use to stay in shape for emperors, which was what every woman really hopes and dreams for. Gwen knew. Okay, I see, I see, I see that this isn't for you. So if you're feeling a bit more traditional this Father's Day, don't worry, because Dad would also love an $890 beach towel, a $350 hair dryer, or a $250 notebook for, quote, setting intentions. The first of which might be to consciously uncouple from you, but what do I know? I got the dad in my life a keychain, so. We don't use hair dryers. We don't write down our feelings. And we'll use a rag instead of a beach towel. We're but, fine. But how about that air pulsing toy? No! <laughs> and from one out of touch star to another, Kim Kardashian's getting a wee bit of backlash this week after her comments about how hard parenting was on a recent podcast. Like my mornings, you have no idea what's going on. It's like, I always have to do one of my daughter's hair and it has to be perfect and it has to be a certain way. And then this one needs me to put his shoes on and that they all need you. And they all, it's like full crazy madness, cooking, running around, like it's, it's wild. That's why I need my workout in the morning just to like, prepare for the two hours of craziness. I'd say parenting is the thing that has taught me the most about myself. It has been the most challenging thing. There are nights I cry myself to sleep, like what just happened? I don't see what could be more relatable than that. I mean, like, aren't we all exhausted to the point of wanting to cry most nights? Mm -hmm. Like when the nanny that you have for each child isn't around and then your home chef leaves for the day <laughs> and your housekeepers are filing lawsuits because you refuse to pay them overtime, true story. It is so exhausting that what more can you do but administer your six step luxury skincare routine as you lay yourself to sleep on your white silk sheets that you have the housekeepers change every single day in your $60 million home. It's hard. <laughs> Celebrities are just like us. <laughs> you did just get a text message. And what was that text message? <gasps> From my husband, who said, funny trending. He's listening. He had listened to the first show we ever did. And the last one. <laughs> Who has a partner more supportive than that? <laughs> but also, uh, Lindsay's called. What's up, Lindsay? But I'm just calling to wish Melody a happy last day. Oh, thank you. And to say enjoy every minute of it. I'm sure I will enjoy some minutes of it. It's like a pure <laughs> vacation. Yep. <laughs> but... But hurry back because Tragically Trending will not be the same without you. You're telling me. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure our bosses will be very happy about that. <laughs> I sometimes get us into trouble. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll try, but it's just not the same. Yeah, you just don't cut it, Foreman. Oh, no. When oh. it comes to Tragically Trending. <laughs> Not even that, you know, it's it's okay, but different. No, I just don't you cut just it. Don't I see. I mean, I still listen, so. Right. How many times in your life, Foreman, have you heard that phrase said to you? Just don't cut it? Yeah. Not at home. Now, you would think if you are uh, of a younger age, you would think it would be, you know, at least by your age or much younger. But we've already heard from Dan, who says, I'm 18 and I think the age to have a phone is 17 years old. But you know what? I would have said the same thing. 
because I was 18 when I got my first phone. It wasn't a smartphone. Those didn't exist back in the day when we had to walk barefoot uphill both ways. In your father's pajamas. Yep. <laughs> but but 17 seemed like a reasonable age. The average age for a child to get a phone now is 10.3 years old. Which just feels so young. But here's here's a text uh, to 902-425-1035 from one of these phones mm-hmm. from someone of the pre-smartphone era like us, Emily, who says, I was 10. It was a flip phone with a speaker, and I thought it was the best thing ever. Of course you did. I wasn't in, It wasn't until grade 10 for me yeah. to get a flip phone. Um, but now, you know, Jane says, uh, my kid's grade 9, so about 14. Shannon says, my first kid in grade 9. Second kid, grade 8. Getting and, a phone. Yeah, which, again, feels young. Starting to be a consensus here that a lot of people seem to think, okay, once you're in junior high... Which depends on the school, whether it's grade six or grade seven, though, when it starts, that's when people start getting phones. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny that this study hits now because my daughter Harley is 10 and is constantly pestering us for a phone. But she's got a tablet and that's going to do for now. And we did have a teacher that said, I teach grade five, six, and there's about 12 kids in my class that have phones. At 10, they are not using them properly. And I am dealing with this daily. There we go. So who's this? It's Andrew. Andrew! It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. When did your little parasites get a cell phone? <laughs> Grade 10. We were the absolute mean parents. We held out. And the only one that gave us any real amount of grief was our oldest Lillian, who's the one who likes to rebut all my comments. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll text us about this. All through junior high. Well, all my friends have one, and so, of course, you just get her more PO'd because you look at her, well, great, when you're with your friends and you want to call, you can just borrow one of their phones. <laughs> you know what? I might be changing my mind on this. I mean, obviously, my daughter's too young at this point to have one. Uh, and I know that, I like most parenting things, your mind changes once your kids get to be the age where they do the thing that you say you'll never do as a parent. Yep. But Leanne said, I think the age is getting younger now that the majority of people don't have home phones. And that makes sense. But they got, they have tablets that do everything anyway. But can they call 911? No. We, we kept our home phone until our oldest went into grade 10 and got her cell phone. Then we got rid of the home phone. Okay. But for that very reason, we kept the home phone until they all had a cell. But, like, you know, we used to just go to the mall on a Saturday with 20 bucks in our wallet and spend the whole day there. And I think now as a parent, yeah, I'd want my kid to have a cell phone if they were if they were there. Because then I can track them and know for sure they are there. <gasps> I think we've also forget that you like you don't have to track them, Melody. Don't you, I would play in the woods all day. There would be impossible for my parents to know where we were, what we were doing, and when we were coming yeah, but home. Times are different now. They just are. <laughs> you would honestly be okay with your daughters just being like we used to do. Bye, mom. I'm leaving at eight in the morning on my bike, and I'm not coming home until whenever. You'd be okay with your girls doing that now. It's a lot easier for me to comment on your daughter than me to. <laughs> Answer that question about mine, okay? But Lorena, thank you for calling. Where are you at with this? I co-parent, and my kiddo is 10, and she just got a phone for her 10th birthday. And it's more for a safety reason uh, between my ex-husband and I for her, because, yes, we don't have a home landline, and where we reside in two different places, and she's mainly with me, and she's a busy kid, it's important to have some way of being able to communicate with her in between. Now, is it the latest and greatest iPhone with a full package plan and all the data in the world? It is uh, the latest and greatest-ish phone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it is like the most recent, but it's nothing like Max or Pro or Blah. But please tell me that your phone is <laughs> nicer and fancier yeah, and better than hers, right? Better phone than all of us. Oh my gosh! I sadly, 
I'm rocking an old Samsung. Of course you are. No, no, you give that to her. No, what are you no. doing? This is how, you know what? I constantly look at my daughter when we're going places and she is in the best outfit with her hair done and everything's great. And I'm wearing sweats with holes in the crotch and shoes oh, yeah. that are falling apart. This is just, oh. that's parenting. Yeah. What happened to kids? Kids these days get the latest and greatest phone, get all the brand name fashion. And I got no phone, had to pay for my own flip phone when I was like 15. And all my clothes were either from Giant Tiger or Northern Reflections. Yes. Or Byway. Hello. Oh, Oh, yes. Listen, I don't know if you could hear Foreman over the creaking of his rocking chair on his porch, but. (laughs) Where's my pipe? What do you do when your fiancé does not want your best friend in the wedding party? You contact us, Melody and Foreman, on Hot Country 103.5, and you get our dating and relationship expert, Geneva Dickey from Book of Love Canada, on the case. It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date. And we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in. Geneva, I want to include my best friend James in my wedding party as a bridesman, but my fiance Mike doesn't want me to. He really doesn't like James because he says James is always causing drama, especially if there's drinking involved and can be really self-serving. He feels like James will make the whole process harder if he's a key player in our wedding. I know they're not each other's biggest fans, but James has been my best friend since childhood. I was even his best woman at his wedding. Should I push Mike on being on board with James as being my bridesman, or should I respect his wishes? He says we should just ask James to be an usher, but I just don't feel like it does justice to the place James has in my life. What do I do? Mm, That's a bit of a pickle from both sides there. I mean, do you have strong feelings on that, Melody? I... I I see both sides because obviously if you were just to look at the the black and white situation of Mm -hmm. him saying you can't do this, then your automatic reaction is "Um, no. But if it is a friend and we don't know the details of their friendship, but if it is a friend that's always causing problems that makes things difficult, you know, like that toxic friendship, no matter how long it's been, then then maybe you're fiance has a a point. It's easy to see both sides when you're sitting right there on top of that fence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, Tom did not like the person that I had as my maid of honor. No. He, in fact, he hated her Mm. uh, because she was always, she was a drama queen. She was very self-serving. She was a narcissist for sure. Yeah. And, uh, And he had a huge problem with her. And he did not want her in our party, but she was who I picked. Uh, I don't have a lot of friends. So. <laughs> but she did end up causing issues at, at my wedding. Like, mm. you know, she, she, my bridesmaids got to pick their own dress. Just here's this color theme. Get whatever you want that you'll wear again. She chose uh, like a tube top outfit. So like her, her perfectly toned, wonderful belly was on full display. She looked amazing. She looked too amazing. Right. <laughs> she looked way more amazing than me. One of those. And, you know, she was she was all over all the guys. She tried to, to go home with someone who is married. Um, <sighs> she told me as we're getting ready that she was being pursued by one of my exes <laughs> and that she was going to act on it. And it was just like, it, it did cause a lot of drama on my wedding day. So she did everything that Tom thought she would do. Yes. yes. And we're not friends anymore. So that's no, why I'm not. saying like like Tom could have predicted all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we have opinions from both sides as well. Like Connie says, choose the bestie. You knew him longer. He never deserted you yet. Be your happy self. Learn from the start. Don't make people change you. Matt also says then uh, opposite of that, in my opinion, you're marrying the guy for a reason. He should be number one. Take care of your house first. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with that because similar situation of a bridesmaid at our wedding that uh, no one is really in regular contact with anymore and didn't cause near as many problems as the one at your <laughs> wedding did. But 
I was never quite that fond of. So I'd be choosing the husband, but Geneva, we haven't let you say a darn word yet. Sorry, Geneva. <laughs> I just really love listening to you guys because I actually have a best friend that I will never let be my maid of honor, and she's my best friend, and I thought I was evil until I heard you guys. Oh! Because she is, she's my best friend, and she would give me the world, and I would give her the world, but she is so... So high maintenance, so much drama. That wedding will be about her. Mm -hmm. And I have told her throughout our entire friendship, I'm like, you're never going to be standing in my wedding. (laughs) But it's like, it's it's a joke, right? But it's true. And she Mm -hmm. knows it. She's like, why? And I say, because that wedding will then be about you. You're sitting in the audience at the back in a moo moo. How the students have become the teachers. Great job, you guys. I literally, this is this this show can be therapy for me sometimes. I'm like, oh my god, therapy for you. I'm not a horrible person. We are getting we are getting some texts. So mm-hmm. Kimberly Smith says, I'm sorry, but if he doesn't want the the BF in the wedding, the best friend of the wedding, how is she going to see her best friend in the married lifetime? It sounds like a bit of a control issue. Yeah, but Krista has also said this is strictly my opinion, but in the grand scheme of things, people who were in my wedding party do not play a part in my marriage. That I very much agree with. It is an interesting situation. Now, of course, you guys know the answer is to communicate. Yes, of course, it always is. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But let's be real about what the maid or maid uh, man of honor is here. Um, It's not just standing in the wedding. The groom's not going to see him too, too much because really a lot of it is behind the scenes. A lot of it is the bachelorette party. A lot Mm -hmm. of it is, um, you know, helping plan and being there for the bride when she's like getting overwhelmed and all this kind of stuff. And if he's been that in her life since childhood, there's so much more than the party after the wedding and all of that kind of stuff, right? Like there might be um, something here that that man is really, really valuable to her to just Mm -hmm. make it through the wedding. And the groom, fiance, it needs to understand that it's so much bigger than just what his family is going to see at the wedding from her best friend. If he does feel like, look, you need a hype girl or guy on on that day. You Mm -hmm. don't need someone stealing your thunder. And here's why I think that this person might steal your thunder or make it a bad day for you. Then it might you know, make things a, a little more clear. Yeah, and that, that happens That happens quite a bit in, like, you know, romantic relationships and best friendships where, you know, sometimes it is toxic and a partner comes in and is able to hold that mirror up to that toxic friendship. Um, and it's something that you haven't seen before, especially since you've been friends since childhood. Mm-hmm. And somebody, you know, who is new to your life can have way better intentions than someone you've known your entire life. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people might say, well, that's a bit of a cop-out, and oh, of course they would do that and roll their eyes, but it is always a solid choice to go with a brother or sister. <laughs> so groomsman or bridesmaid. <laughs> you know what you're getting, and they're I mean, stuck with you for life no matter what. Exactly. You can't, uh, you can't escape your family. So. <laughs> Weddings are fascinating, because I know that I've been like a maid for weddings, and I don't talk to them anymore, and you're just thinking, yeah. I'm in all their photos. You know? Oh, uh, Tom like occasionally texts two of the other guys that are in his because they live in a different province and they've got mm-hmm. kids now and they've got their everyone's life just kind of moves on. I don't talk to my my maid of honor at all. Mm-hmm. The other gals in my wedding party were my sister-in-laws and my niece (laughs) (laughs) who I also don't talk to because they Mm -hmm. live in another province Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things you need to consider because nothing will grind your gears more than seeing that person you hate that you turned out to be right about that was in your wedding party in all your pictures in your house forever that's why I'm eloping (laughs) (laughs) wait are you actually yeah yeah we're gonna definitely elope oh Oh my gosh can we come <laughs> well, actually, the elopement's gonna be fun. I have the whole thing planned. Han is not sure on if he fully likes it mm-hmm. or not. He wants to like get married at a big mansion with all the people that he loves. But I just want to like, hey, you want to get married next weekend and just elope? Well, if you need a, you know, we usually get radio people usually get asked, can you MC? Can you DJ? And we always say, no, we don't like doing those things. But for you, for you, we would. 
And I get asked to do that too because I like as their matchmaker. I am. So they're like, do you want to MC the wedding? And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm coming to that wedding and I'm enjoying the drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to be having the free food and the free drinks. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, we'll MC, but we'll also have the free food and free drinks. Thank yes. you very much. Yeah, but actually, what we're going to do is we're going to get we're going to lope down on the waterfront, and then we're going to have all of our friends come to an electronic show here in Halifax. An electronic show? Yeah, it's going to be the party in the evening. Do you guys like a little dubstep? Mm, mm, no? Oh, okay. I was picturing, like, the newest tech gadgets. <laughs> An iPhone showcase. Like, consumer electronic <laughs> show. <laughs> Have you heard of this VCR? During pursuit by Shelburne RCMP dogs following attempted vehicle theft, Two Nova Scotia men attempt theft of second vehicle. Didn't work out for them? Attempted theft of yes. second vehicle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're Melody and Foreman. On Hot Country 103.5, and that's just one of many headlines in the news this week that we couldn't possibly make up, but we can round up. Like Kentucky Man shoots roommate in the butt for taking last hot pocket. I feel that one so much. In the butt? <laughs> I would like the hot pocket is what I'm oh, trying okay. to say. Yep. <laughs> Philadelphia woman shoots man armed with crowbar during road rage incident and she shoots him in the groin. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Easy target, I guess. Illinois man steals backhoe to drive himself to the airport. How else was he going to get there? <laughs> Belgium man declared unfit to drive causes accident in court parking lot 30 minutes later. They got it right, I'd say. <laughs> Maryland teens caught stealing two cars picked up by Guardian in another stolen car. <laughs> NYU professor fired for threatening journalist with machete. Oh my, yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) HR doesn't like that. I wonder how anyone found out. You know, he's a journalist. (laughs) Surgeon fired for asking cleaner to help with amputation. Sir, that is not part of my job. (laughs) I can clean up after. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good news. Digby's stabbing report later revealed to simply be assault involving a metal pipe. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thank goodness. Bad news. Gasparo River Fishery shut down early because Nova Scotia Power is using all the water. Oh, that Nova Scotia Power again. Uh, And in some beware news, teen driver hits bear on Highway 103 between Timberley and Tantallon. Whoa. Yeah. Monday night. Oh, boy. I know. Okay. There are many headlines in the news this week that we can't make up. We're just rounding them up. (sighs) Like UK woman hides shrimp inside cheating ex-boyfriend's curtain rod. Oh, that's brilliant. (laughs) Minnesota landlord deliberately starts apartment fire while blaring, we didn't start the fire. I mean, that was a good cover. (laughs) He could try. Yeah. Uh, Beating out Cleopatra and Sweep Caroline, Charlotte, North Carolina's new publicly voted street sweeper's name is... Sweepy McSweepface. I'm impressed you could actually say that sentence at all, to be honest. Me too. (laughs) Uh, Georgia Department of Driver Services reminds you, please wear clothes when taking your selfies for your digital driver's license and IDs. Come on. They're going to let you take your own picture. They should expect that. To Florida go, uh, we go for a few more headlines in the news this week left that we can't make up, but we're rounding up like Florida woman arrested for hitting flight attendant with intercom. <laughs> We've all wanted to do it. Florida man arrested for striking girlfriend in face with steak. Twice. Uh, oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Florida man calls housekeeper to clean up murder scene. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Florida man throws brick. Brick through window to save baby from future event claiming to be time traveler. Why would they arrest him for that? He has information we need. He threw bricks through a window. He had information we need. <laughs> and finally, Florida man who lost arm in gator attack outside bar <laughs> while peeing says oh, it's got this if that wasn't enough <laughs> quote, I lost an arm. It's not the end of the world. <laughs>
It's a few weeks ago. Actually, it was about a month ago. We introduced you to Amanda, who lives in the Valley and was starting herself out on quite a little journey. A quest. Yes. I was doing, like, I homeschool my two kids. And we were doing a Bless class, your heart. On, like a, <laughs> a history class on the barter system in Canada, and we came across an article of a gal who was uh, trading items up from a pair of earrings. Is what she started with, and she ended up with a house. And so I thought we're gonna, because I've always wanted a cottage. Like I, I always envisioned me. Sitting on a patio, like looking at a body of water. Haven't we all? <laughs> so I thought, right, exactly. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I'm going to start something a coffee to a cottage. And I started trading items up from a single cup of coffee that was only 33 cents. And I've made 10 trades so far. And the value of my current trade is at. $1,700. Whoa. That's okay. impressive. It is. A coffee to $1,700. Well, we have an update. Hi, how are you guys? <laughs> We're great. You're awfully perky for someone who uh, <laughs> got home from work at midnight. Yes, I do work until midnight, Monday to Friday, but it's just like, it feels like an exciting time and I can't help but be pumped about it. That is uh, information we didn't have the last time. You work till midnight all week and then homeschool your children. Yes, it does. It's, it really like works great because I can work all night and grow my little humans in the day. So it works out good. That sounds terrible. When do you get to be a human? <laughs> Before we reveal the, the reason why we're catching up with you again, uh, Amanda, we, we were last talking to you about your quest to go from... What, a coffee pod to Co a cottage? Yeah. Yes. And I think we got you, you were up to uh, an exterior door and some insulation at that point of trades you had made? That's right. A trade value of $1,700 is what we've gone to from a 33-cent uh, coffee pod. Still yes, a long way a to go to a cottage. Mm -hmm. But have you a made... A very long way. Have you made any trades since the, the door and the insulation? <laughs> so I haven't made any trades as of yet for the door and insulation, but... The universe has brought me uh, a property available with the view of my dream <gasps> that will allow me to uh, end my trading quest successfully. And here is the kicker. The realtor said to me, you know, this property could use a little insulation in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I just so, happen to have a shed full of it. Oh my gosh! And you have a cottage! <laughs> so, I mean, this didn't exactly work in the barter system way. It was part barter system, part the secret. Mm -hmm. Like that, yes. that book. <laughs> Wish it, want it, do it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's like I have been on the radio frequency, if you will, of <laughs> getting my little family and I a little cottage by the sea, you know? Like, we've got a few more steps to go, and I could use all the good vibes. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, not to take away from those good vibes. Uh-oh. But uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit disappointed in you, Amanda. Oh, please tell me why. <laughs> because it's Foreman, first of all. Just a disclaimer, because it's Foreman. And yes. We're still is, getting to know oh, each other. He's a but... cynical, oh. horrible human being. <laughs> no. Oh, I see. <laughs> Uh, is, is that you were you were filling me with such good vibes? We were on this journey with you. You've taken oh. us, you and your boys, and everybody who's been a part of this. Now we all wanted to know what you're going to trade to next and how you're going to trade up to a cottage, and you quit. <laughs> well, I, I'm not at the finish line, okay? In this, I, I don't think you qualify for that. I think you get disqualified <laughs> from the finish line. You're like no, that no. there is a story in the news in the last couple of weeks about a marathon runner who was disqualified after it was discovered she took a car for half the race. Oh, That's oh, what I you're know. doing. <laughs> you jumped well, in a I'll car. I'll that. <laughs> Foreman's just upset because he wanted something to entertain him for the next few months or even few years. Years, however yes. long this went, I doubt your boys are upset that that you didn't have to keep going with this when they're going to get the cottage, hopefully. Yes, well, I'm sorry that you're disappointed, but I'm happy to entertain you from my awesome patio, which is <laughs> view of the ocean, anytime you like.
<laughs> that should be a given. <laughs> this is so exciting. I mean, no, I it's not. Now no. we'll never get to know what it takes to trade to a cottage. You could start you, your own quest. You have taken this away from me, and no, I'm not starting my own. Amanda was already halfway through it. I was living through you. Now what do you know I what? have left? My bad. My blunder. <laughs> No, I am very excited for you. And Thank I know you, you still have some hoops to jump through. I really hope they all work out. What do you think the takeaway is for your boys now about, you know, as we wrap up their lesson on the barter system in Canada? What do you think they'll take away from this experience? You know what? you got to set goals and go. Mm-hmm. That is like really a main thing that some people forget about, you know? And when the going gets tough, give up. <gasps> <laughs> you know what's funny is that my oldest started getting into old Simpson episodes, which is like completely in my wheelhouse, okay? Yeah. And he pulled like a, a Homer on, a quote on me that was, never try, never fail. And I was like, that's the opposite of what I'm trying to do here, kids. There, there we go. Life lessons. Oh my God. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers is ruining my family. <laughs> well, only because you're you're trying to play as a family. Yes, when you're trying to play with mom and dad and then a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old, all the characters are all on top of each other. You're bouncing this way and that. You're always in each other's way and you're always causing the other characters to die in the game. No, that is a one-person game. It's just like this text we've gotten from Jake in Bridgewater who says, Super Mario's is like Monopoly. You don't play it with family because it rips families apart. I think all games ruin families, though. All games? Yeah, family game time is not what it's cracked up to be. Well, Andrew had called to say... Now do you understand the term parasite? (laughs) Wow. That's that's not all he said, though. We had full-on arguments break out over Dora's Candyland. It doesn't get any simpler than, you know... Colors and cards, and they still argue. Well, you took my card, or you picked my card, or no, you didn't have that color. Oh, well, what was the other one? Uh, trouble. Trouble? Yeah, uh, was it Trouble, or mm. I guess they have different names, but they're all the same game. Oh, when we roll the dice, kind of like it's an aggravation or trouble, or you pop the. Out. It's like the yeah. bubble, and you pop the die in the middle. Yeah, and then you go around the yeah. board. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. why we played the alternate version, which is the same game called Frustration. <laughs> Very appropriately named. Well, you know, when I grew up, it was called aggravation, so same deal. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Listen, we love our kids. They're the best thing that ever happened uh, to us. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Andrew's daughter Lillian texted us to say, my father lies. <gasps> and the phone is ringing. <laughs> so who's this? It's Andrew again. Andrew! Andrew! <laughs> Buddy calls himself Andrew. Yeah, you get the song twice. <laughs> there you go. My oldest just reminded me of the arch nemesis, Princess Monopoly. Princess Monopoly. It sounds yeah. terrible. I don't know if it was uh, Disney based or not. I think it was. I'm not 100% sure. But instead of hotels, there was castles. Oh, yeah, that was just a nightmare. You see, and I'm glad, glad to know that because that would be something that I'd see mm-hmm. and automatically think, yes, my daughter, who's obsessed with the princesses, would love to play this game. Oh, yes. Well, you know, they all thought they could just get free castles from the banker at any time they wanted because, you know, they wanted a castle. And, and then arguments ensued, and they were worse on each other than they were, and it was just more of a parent's nightmare and frustration. <laughs> because it's life in game form. It's like, no, kids, you can't just have a castle. Castles don't grow on trees. Yeah. Where do you think mommy and daddy got that castle? <laughs> we have to work. I get it. But then when you, you know, when the youngest is finally old enough to play with the older two, and then arguments ensue just because of the age gap. Oh, yeah, it was just, just lovely fun. You know, it's genius on the part of, I don't know who makes Hasbro or whatever, whoever makes Monopoly. To trick us into thinking, oh, this simplified kids version of the game we all hate, that will be worth it. I'll spend more money yes. to hate my own kids instead of hating your siblings and your parents. Hmm. Well, I mean, how many people look in their game cupboard and have like 15 different versions of Monopoly? 
Mm-hmm. That they never ever play for good reason. But listen, we love our kids. They're the best. Wouldn't change it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, I agree. But they are still, as I said before, parasites. <laughs> they're, 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 they're lovable parasites. I, I couldn't do anything without them. But they bring out the best, I guess, and the worst in us. That they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me a bunch of stuff. I did, I did, because it's your birthday on Sunday. And... I, uh, I, they're all show related, except one. Okay. Actually, well, they're all show related. They're all Paw Patrol wrapping paper. Which is a show related reference. This one says, something for your marriage. Yep. I don't need to read the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Freaking sponges. Not just sponges. Sponges for you and cloths for Ashley. Oh. So now you guys both get what you want <laughs> and you don't have to worry even though Ashley is right and a cloth is the much better cleaning item. And if you want to know what that show reference is, you can find it on our podcast. Uh, finally, we'll both be quite content. <laughs> <laughs> also, reference from the podcast. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, does it matter the order? No. Or no, okay. This says something for your pantry. <laughs> you probably already guessed what this one is because I think I've done this joke already in, in our. I don't know. <laughs> is it. Ah, uh, Triscuits! Crackers! <laughs> Cracked pepper and olive oil, my favorite flavor. Is it actually? Yeah, the pepper one. Okay, I was. Like the kid, kids are probably not going to have that, but you and Ashley will love it. We have so many crackers. <laughs> That's why I got you some more. <laughs> Thank you. Just what you need. Uh, okay, That's the smallest one in here. Something for your damn raffle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Nobody knows. You haven't been talking about it every single day. cash. Again, I don't know what you're talking about. No one would ever attempt to sell raffle tickets on the radio, Melody, because the Nova Scotia Lottery might send a letter to the Atlantis uh, Artistic Swimming Club to say that uh, that is not included in their lottery license. Oh, my God. And you better not talk about it. So no one ever has, and I'm not talking about it now. No one ever has, no one ever will. That's $5 (laughs) for coffee. I would have told you, but again, (laughs) this isn't happening right now. Oh, my God. Okay, something for the fan jam. Yep. Uno! I don't know if you have, you probably already have them. Now you have more. Because, yeah, but we're probably missing half the cards. <laughs> because uh, that's apparently the other one to break up families, the other game. So I figured you guys needed a new game to break your family up. You know what? This one actually works pretty well for us. Oh, good. So thank you for keeping You're my family welcome. together. <laughs> the opposite of what you were intending. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, this is the last one. It's the heaviest one, which is called Something for You. Yep. You so can for me. probably also guess what this one is, too. Uh, it's probably there's liquid in it. <laughs> I'm guessing. Hey! Dirty Blonde from Nine Locks, which we went to when mm-hmm. we were when we were doing their uh, their their beer for Ukraine. That's right. Nine Locks, Dirty Blonde. That's beautiful. Four tall cans. They will go to good use within the next hour. Yep. <laughs> Let's pop them open. <laughs> and if the wonderful folks at Nine Locks Brewery would like to contribute any more to the fun. <laughs> It just happens to be Foreman's birthday on Sunday. (laughs) Well, as much as I don't want this show to be over because that means you're leaving, I do want to open one of these beers you've gifted me soon. So, bit of a catch 23. (laughs) We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. I would also like to have one of those beers. I can't because the reason I'm not going to be here is because I'm about to leave to have a baby. Uh, But you're not going to be rid of me. I want to call all the time. Like, I've already told you, I'm like a rash that just when you think it's cleared up, it pops up again in another spot. And you got to go get more cream from your doctor. (laughs) I'm there forever. Maybe we should be taking a break. (laughs) But thank you. uh, Thank you, everyone, for calling and all your lovely messages. Uh, And Amanda, good morning to you. What's up? I just wanted to wish Melody good luck. And I love listening to you guys. 
I drive for Amazon, so I listen to you guys all day, every day, Ooh, on the radio. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which part? Listening to us or driving for Amazon? Uh, <laughs> and you guys make my day driving for Amazon. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for, for calling. I, I'm, I'm so deliriously exhausted after this last week that I feel like I can't feel feelings. But I, I know tomorrow... <laughs> When I start thinking about all of these calls, I'll probably just cry and cry start and crying. cry. Yes. You'll be doing that while, since Melody's now moved to a new house, she's going to realize all the things she doesn't have and things she needs. And you're going to be summoned to her home over and over and over again anyway. Exactly. With deliveries. So then we're yep. going to see each other all the time. <laughs> I deliver in Sackville. That's ah. my area. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, so. Thank you so much for calling. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Melody. I'm going to miss you. Oh, thank you. Hi, my Melody Rose. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I do like you, Foreman. Don't get get the wrong idea. I met Foreman for the first time yesterday at the Hot Country Hangout, and he looks even more like a baby in person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, Aaron was just like, uh, how old are you? Like, do you ever age? Hey, do you age? <laughs> he sure said that. It's my birthday. I'm getting a year older. <laughs> you know what? Today is your birthday? Oh, Sunday. <laughs> oh, Sunday. Okay, happy early birthday. Thank you. What are you, like, 20? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's... he's 20 again, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 20 again for the last, what, 18 years? Uh, <laughs> give or take. But, wow. you know, it's really funny. My what? husband actually said that, that he thinks you look older than me. I look older Ooh. than you? Yes. Well, he's oh married my. to you. He freaking better say that. <laughs> well, I said to Foreman when he told me today was your last day, I said, what? What do you mean? She just announced she was pregnant. <laughs> Holy cow. So I can't believe that baby's coming like soon. I'm glad it flew by for some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's always the way, right? That's always the way. Well, um, Aaron Prashat said that he would like to have a big bang and have you have the baby today while you're on air, like going to labor. That's what Aaron said? <laughs> that's what he said. You know, it would be great ratings if she did it on the show. <laughs> There is a possibility. There's still a chance. Great for ratings, but not great for Foreman because uh, he's the only other person in this office right now. So. Well, <laughs> well, he would learn quick, wouldn't he? <laughs> I'll do it for the show. <laughs> he does know a lot about me, but he doesn't need oh. to know that. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody and Foreman on socials or email Melody and Foreman at hotcountry1035.ca.